now for our homily this evening. Oh. Oh, so could you um, just push it on one? Thanks, Diana. Just one. Thank you. Lovely. I want to come back this evening to the words of one of the hymns that the choir sang, uh, written by our own Eleanor Horn as I think that she has encapsulated in just 12 short lines so much of what both the Advent and the Christmas seasons mean to us. As we come to the Advent season this year, perhaps we despair of our world as we look at the state it's in, what with pandemic now in its Omicron version, the drastic effects of climate change, wars and rumours of wars, refugees, people suffering and on the move, looking for safety, looking for hope. God might well give up on the mess we've made of this earth, but no, God chooses instead to come into this world. I'm reminded of the Welsh poet R.S. Thomas's great poem, simply called The Coming. And God held in his hand a small globe. Look, he said. The sun looked. Far off as through water, he saw a scorched land of fierce colour. The light burned. There, Crusted buildings cast their shadows. A bright serpent, a river, uncoiled itself, radiant with slime. On a bare hill, a bare tree saddened the sky. Many people held out their thin arms to it, as though waiting for a vanished April to return to its crossed boughs. The sun watched them. Let me go there, he said. Let me go there, he said, and God came. But not as mighty king or fearful lord. We've had too many of those. Rather, he came as a little child. And not just any child. As Eleanor says, not born into a royal house with maid to wait at table. No, his maid was Mary. And she bore a baby in a stable. A baby in a stable, weak and vulnerable. Powerless to defend itself at the mercy of whatever human beings might do to it, as his mother Mary would know and experience, seeing her son just 33 short years later, hanging, dying on a Roman cross one April. So in this way, God was willing to come into the world as a human baby, a child, to grow up and to live in our world, 
to experience human life and love in its fullness, to share with us our joys, but to our sorrows, our happiness and the joy of family life, but also the tough times and places, the breakdowns of relationships, the hurts, the griefs of farewells and partings. And then at the very last, Jesus shares our mortality, our death, and then walks through it to the other side, to life that is unconquerable by death in God's eternal loving and living presence. So Jesus takes on our flesh that he may then take our humanity into the Godhead itself into divinity, into endless life in all its fullness. Come to the second slide. There it is. No heavenly host with fire and wrath to prove his domination. We've had enough of that and to spare. Enough of human rulers, dictators and emperors throwing their power around, not worried what they tread underfoot, not caring of the collateral damage they leave behind. But rather Jesus comes to us but humbly, wrapped in swaddling clothes, an awesome incarnation. An awesome incarnation. I love that double sense there. Awesome, full of awe. That which brings us to our knees. And yet something that even our youngest can proclaim in the parlance of today is truly awesome. So let us thank God in the season of Advent and as we approach Christmas, for just such an awesome incarnation. Amen.